Father Aaron Williams with another podcast. If you like listening to these podcasts, please subscribe and leave a good rating on iTunes. Also, share them with your friends and check out the other great podcasts available through the Diocese of Jackson Office of Vocations. Just visit jacksonpriest.com. That's jacksonpriest with an S dot com. Here is my homily from the fourth Sunday after Pentecost in the extraordinary form, given at St. Mary's in Independence, Missouri, on the 7th of June, 2019. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. We have toiled all night, and have caught nothing, but at thy word I will let down the net. On May 26, 1940, British Prime Minister Winston Churchill authorized one of the most difficult and perilous military missions in the history of the British Empire, Operation Dynamo. The objective, by use purely of civilian and merchant vessels, the complete evacuation of over 340,000 British soldiers across the English Channel from the North French coast, which was being held and bombed by the Nazi regime. Nine days later, Churchill appeared before the British Parliament to give what he, by his own admission, assumed would be notice of the greatest military disaster in history. It was an impossible mission, after all, one for which he received sharp rebuke even from members of his own party. And there, he announced the casualty of nearly 3,000 French and British men, and the successful evacuation of 338,226 soldiers. We are a people captivated by the impossible. The impossibility of the Dunkirk evacuation, which has been told again and again by countless writers and film producers, the impossibility of the success of an American revolution, the impossible catch of fish. We are captivated partly because we are afraid of the impossible. We don't quite know how to respond to it because, unlike many other difficult situations in our lives, there are some things which simply cannot be waited out some things which require more than patience to withstand, some things which require action, which require the impossible be done. Such is the situation of Peter in tonight's gospel. After allowing this nameless preacher to convert his fishing fishing boat into a pulpit for some time, Peter is faced with a strange command, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. It is an impossible request, not merely because of Peter's prior experience the night before where he caught nothing, but because of the seeming ignorance and even arrogance of the request. What did this preacher know about fishing, after all, compared with Peter the fisherman? Peter, who had spent his life fishing, had been raised to fish by his father, had lived in a fishing village, had been friends with James and John, who themselves were fishermen. More than that, Peter knew that their quest was foolish. It was midday. It was not the time for fishing. He had been out there at the time for fishing, the night, when it is quiet. And the preacher told him to fish in the deep. But Peter knew better. The fish were not to be found in the deep, where it was empty and dark, but in the shallows, where there was plant life and food for fish. 
Yet, he hears the command to go out into the deep, and moved by the preaching of Christ that he just heard, Peter agrees to try the impossible. Master, we have toiled all night and have caught nothing, but at thy word I will let down the net. The result is a miracle, not simply because they caught fish in the worst of circumstances, but because also the amount of fish that was caught. It was a catch unlike Peter had ever seen. It was as if all the fish in the lake had been drawn by some unknown force, moved by the Lord of nature, to gather in waiting at the spot where Peter would drop his net. And in that moment, Peter knew that he was not responsible for this catch of fish. He had just dropped the nets, had trusted the impossible words of Christ, and witnessed the work of the Master. There was a lesson learned. Apart from me, Peter, you can do nothing. That is often how the commands of Christ appear to us. They come to us with the worst of circumstances, the most impossible of scenarios, and they require us to totally reject our better judgment. But the Lord will not have it another way. He wants us to know our dependence upon him, and so he leaves us dependent. Not destitute, mind you. The Christian is never left alone and starving when he is with Christ. Rather, he is repeatedly mesmerized by the generosity of his Lord, who works marvels from the meager gifts he has to offer those five wretched loaves and two fish to be multiplied. We hear from the enemy and from those around us that it is impossible. It is impossible that I can overcome this habit of sin. It is impossible that my marriage will survive this. It is impossible that I can continue working here. It is impossible that I will ever be happy with myself. It's impossible that I could be a good parent, a good friend, a saint. It's the same message the enemy sends to young men and women when they are faced with the possibility of a priestly or religious vocation. It is impossible that I could be happy doing this, that I could even do this. It is impossible that I could ever experience love. We have toiled all night and have caught nothing. And the voices are right, after all. That catch of fish was impossible. No one had ever heard of such a thing before, a catch so large that it nearly sinks a ship. It is impossible by our own hand, yes. But if our hand lets down the net at the command of the master, then we will see the impossible. There's a twofold point here. First, that apart from Christ, we can do nothing. It wasn't Peter or his boat or the lake which helped him. It was Christ, Christ in the boat, Christ commanding the nets, Christ drawing the fish. And the second point, Simply sitting around waiting for the impossible to happen doesn't work. Peter had to act. He couldn't simply let God's will be done. No, he had to do the will of God. He had to respond to the Lord's command, doing God's will, not merely submitting to it. We are to attempt what seems hopeless when we know it is God's will, whether he has made it known to us through conscience or through revelation or through the outward circumstances of our lives. As long as we are sure we are obeying him, We are to do it. Master, we have toiled all night and have caught nothing, but at thy word I will let down the net. That is, after all, how the church has managed these twenty centuries, not by her own skill or power, but by grace, in each day and age and people and nation letting down the nets. What is it to her if she catches nothing, as long as the master commands it? And so sometimes she finds nothing in her net. 
She does not become hardened or saddened or cynical. That is the temptation, is it, in today's world. We see all around us a world falling into sin, falling away from God. Even within the church, we see just such a small catch. But what is it to us? We are the hired hands, not the master of the net. And we shouldn't forget that we were once ourselves those little fish, as Tertullian quipped. Each of us swam in this different portion of the lake, which is the world of sin. And yet each of us were drawn to the boat, to the bark of Peter, drawn by some mysterious and hidden hand to be charmed into Peter's net. Is not our presence at this Mass tonight the impossible? How many other places we could be this evening? How many people we could spend our time with? How many vices we could entertain? And yet we are here, caught in the web of Peter's net. And each of us, at the start of this Mass, gaze towards the helm of our ship, toward the captain, and on our knees beat our breast before him, Depart from me, Lord, for I am a sinful man. But did he depart? No. Instead, he now draws us to himself, to feed us with himself, to take the meager and the silly offerings of our lives, to take the impossible feats we must now undergo, and to transform them, to transubstantiate them, and give them back to us, not as mere bread, but as divine. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.